It was a wonderful weekend of Premier League football, wasn't it? A few surprises. I think many thought Brighton would get the job done. They're still looking like scoring every time they go forward. But the problem is, if you look at the XG against in the Premier League, they're actually 18th. So something has changed. There's a, a Caicedo-shaped hole in the midfield. They have agreed a deal with uh, Lille, uh, £23 million for Carlos Beleba. Maybe not pronouncing that name right. Um, he is 19 and Lille have got a good track record. Uh, there's a few teams in France that are producing fantastic players over the last 5-10 years. I think it's gone under the radar really, um, some, of the, some of the players that have come out of France. And then just moved to Europe and absolutely crushed it. So 19 is a young age, um, same as Lavia signing for Chelsea. And at 23 million, if Brighton have done it again and spotted a player that is um, not obviously as cheap as Matoma and everybody because they've got um, a reputation now, Brighton. They've got money in the bank and everybody knows it. So I think 23 million, given all that and given the hype around this kid, uh, Belaber, um, it's it's a good deal potentially, 25 million, if they can go on and sell him for 80, 90 million in a few years. I say 80 or 90 million because I'm being a bit conservative with my hope that the the transfer market does calm down a little bit. At the current pace, you know, they would be selling this guy for 200 million, but I just don't think that will be the case. I think it will normalize a little bit. And uh, yeah, I just think some teams, Chelsea, are just um, affecting the market this transfer window. They will settle down, you would hope because they're just overpaying for players, I think. It's just crazy. And the Saudi league as well is obviously affecting all the transfer prices because you can get better money off Saudi teams now. I mean, 55 million, was it, for Ruben Neves? Yep, good player. Is he worth 55 million? Probably not. And the wages as well, of course. Offered Henderson 700 grand when, you know, 400 grand might have still swayed him. It's just strange how they, they're, everyone's overpaying, it seems. Chelsea, the Saudi clubs, I just think it's making everybody overpay. And Liverpool apparently willing to pay 70 million pounds on Czech Decore uh, from Crystal Palace. That is baffling to me. And it's a sign that the, the transfer market is just a little bit crazy at the minute. He's a good midfielder, don't get me wrong. And, um, you know, he's just 23. But I just think these prices are mental. It's These big clubs, they don't seem to want to do the scouting. You can find a player like this in France. Look at what Leicester did with Kante. It's, we, we think that it's like an anomaly, but it's not. You can find these players. I just think that the bigger clubs are becoming maybe lazier or, or maybe uh, more in, impatient. Certainly the case with Chelsea because there's so much competition for the Champions League now when you see teams like Brighton doing what they've been doing. So I just think that's part of it. But the clubs need to get back to scouting great players. I mean, the big clubs at the minute, the top six, they just seem to poach other teams' players. They're letting them do the scouting for them. And it doesn't always work. Look at look at Man United, Anthony, Jadon Sancho. Those two players, that they, they were big names, weren't they? They're the obvious kind of big transfer to make. Um it's the next step for those players in terms of their career and you pay massive money and you could just split that up and buy four or five different individual bets. It's just making more sense, I think, to some clubs. But here we are anyway. So back to the weekend's results and um, I've actually just finished watching that Newcastle game, Newcastle-Liverpool. What a classic Premier League game that was and I think Klopp deserves massive credit for, for what he did in the game and his coaching staff because I could see um, his assistants uh, sort of working it out as soon as Van Dijk was sent off and then they presented something to Klopp as well. You could see uh, from the bench and um, 
I just thought they managed that game well. Don't get me wrong, Newcastle really should have scored another goal. Almiron especially with a couple of chances. And also a great save from Allison from a, a very good volley uh, from Almiron. These are the moments in the Premier League. Uh, you've got to take your chances. And uh, it looked like Nunez had, had missed his chance with that bad touch. But those finishes, wow. They were, they were two finishes of the highest quality. The first one... It is a perfect finish because it hits the post and goes in. It is, um, yeah, unstoppable. Uh, and uh, the second goal was a great finish. They're not easy angles to score from. You've got to go across the keeper. And uh, he did it. And uh, incredible celebrations at the end. And, uh, yeah, Jurgen Klopp, I mean, they really did hold their nerve, not just in the game, but the management and keeping Trent Alexander-Arnold on. There was, I, I imagine, so many people just, just get him off those first 20 minutes. He was on the ropes. It was like a boxing game, this 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 fixture. And uh, Newcastle hit hard and hit early. I think they should have kept Anthony Gordon on the pitch. Um, I would have really kept him on. He looked so dangerous every time he, he got the ball. And then Harvey Barnes didn't really get into the game. Almiron was good, but, you know, he, he was quite tired towards the end of the game. And... Um, Bruno went off as well. The midfield got progressively worse for Newcastle and they lost control of the game, really. Isak, apart from getting Van Dijk sent off, didn't really do much. They couldn't get him on the ball. So I guess, you know, Newcastle had to go wide, which wasn't an issue given um, how poorly Trent Alexander-Arnold started and obviously given um, that Liverpool had 10 men. So you want to try and stretch him. And Newcastle, I think Callum Wilson had a couple of chances. They could have scored another, but... Fair play to Liverpool. They stuck in the game and um, they always look dangerous, don't they, when they can get some space and they make it a three-on-three, three, whether it's Jota, who I think is one of the better players. It's, it's a tough job for Klopp because they're all very good, but every time Jota plays, he seems to score or he seems to create a goal. And uh, I, yeah, I, I know why he was on the bench. I mean, it is hard to pick the team, but Nunez has to be the number nine now. And I think that's what this Liverpool team really needs. They need a focal point. They need someone that can also just run in behind. Um, I think Gakpo and Jota in the false nine, they just want to come into the midfield too much um, and, and drop. And yes, that's that's good in some situations, but um, also just play Nunez because he's obviously ready and he's obviously on form. <laughs> 